We more often associate attention deficit hyperactive disorder or ADHD with kids and the rates are rising amongst adults with one in 20 diagnosed with a condition in Australia. But the diagnosis remains controversial amongst some health experts and professionals. And that's the focus this week of the Health Report. And Dr Norman Swan is the program's host. Hi, Norman. Hi, Patricia. So how does ADHD affect adults compared with children? Pretty much the same kind of way. There's three versions of it in terms of how symptoms present. One is inattention, and that's often dominant in uh, girls and women. Um, Then you have the more hyperactivity, impulsivity, inability to complete tasks. That's another group of symptoms. And and then there's a mixed group uh, there, and, and people move in and out of it. It's enormously controversial. I did a Four Corners on this many years ago. Um, and why it's controversial is, is what, it's what's called a spectrum disorder um, and that you sit on a spectrum. So everybody has a bit of impulsivity. Everybody has a bit of inattention. Um, you, and you just, where do you sit on this spectrum? And then deciding when you've actually crossed a line that it, it, then you've got, a, that you've got a problem and you require treatment is really difficult. It's not helped by un, un, unexplained variation in how psychiatrists diagnose the condition. And there's variation in terms of prescribing. So what I found many years ago was there were hotspots of diagnosis of ADHD around Australia. West Australia was a hotspot, parts of the western suburbs of Sydney. This is in children. And you had, in some situations, up to 30% of children being diagnosed with ADHD when, in fact, they accept, it's generally accepted that around about 3 or 4% of children have um, uh, ADHD when they're properly assessed. And it's likely to be exactly the same in adults. And they, but the problem is it's uneven. And what, uh, it's not that it's not real. It is real, and people do suffer from this. But the fact of the matter is that um, we don't have the data, but if it's the same as children, you'll find that in wealthier suburbs, uh, places where parents have got the ability and resources to to draw down services to themselves or indeed adults, they're more likely to be diagnosed and more likely to be treated and to indeed afford 500 bucks for an adult consultation with a psychiatrist. So it's a complicated story. Really complicated. Um, I want to move on to another story, if we can. This week, the Technical Advisory Group on Immunisations will decide who can get this fifth COVID vaccine. Who will that affect? And seems to be a bit of reluctance, doesn't there, amongst people about getting another another vaccine um, dose? The Sydney Morning Herald, uh, David Crow today is uh, talking about a survey that's been done that that people are really uh, less interested in their immunisation. The reality is that um, uh, 5 million Australians haven't even had the third dose, which means you're seriously under-immunised before you even get to your fourth dose, then much less the fifth dose. So, and, um, and there's a bias towards people who are dying and in hospital in people who are under-diagnosed, uh, who are under-vaccinated, not vaccinated at all. I've no idea what ATAGI is likely to decide, but the bias will be almost certainly towards older people. The Israelis showed for the fourth dose, we're not talking third dose, third dose everybody should have, uh, with the fourth dose, um, the biggest benefit was in people 
people over 50. Um, and, uh, and it's likely that, that uh, well, there's, we're in evidence-free territory here. They won't, they won't really have a clue what the right policy is. But older people will, have be, will be developing uh, or evolving into lower levels of immunity and will need um, a fifth dose. The Food and Drug Administration in the United States has recommended an annual COVID vaccine. Remember, we haven't yet evolved into the flu situation where it's seasonal. This is still a, a pandemic pattern around the world. Um, and when, when, it, when there's a surge on, there's a surge on globally. And so we don't really know the, the pattern in the future. And we will have another COVID-19 big pandemic the same way as we will have another flu big pandemic. The question is when and what regular immunization will do to protect us against a big jump in the uh, immune profile of a new virus. Later today, Norman, the Health Minister, Mark Butler, will meet representatives from the mental health sector to talk about policy and funding. Friday's National Cabinet meeting will focus on Medicare. And we know, I mean, the Finance Minister confirmed earlier to me that Medicare is a huge focus for the government as this budget looms. Are there signs the government is beginning really a significant overhaul of health policy? I don't think it's any secret. The minister has been talking about it now for some months. Um, and the problem is, and he told me in an interview last year, the problem is he wants his, his ducks lined up. There's a long history of reform in this sector, which can be stuffed up by the AMA, stuffed up by the colleges. And I think that there is a sweet spot evolving. I think that the AMA, AMA in some ways has been more radical about change in the system than, um, than the College of General Practitioners. But the College of General Practitioners seems to be moving in, a, in a, probably in a more productive direction. The rural doctors have always been a bit more out there in terms of their willingness to confront change. And uh, so, it's, it's, so I think the ducks are lining up, but they, they, if they go too quickly, uh, medical politics is a vicious game and uh, has seen uh, many uh, politicians who are paid to be politicians suffer as a result. So many um, important stories in the health space. So a very, very busy Dr. Norman Swan over the next year. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, um, Norman. Always a pleasure, PK. Dr. Norman Swan is co-host of The Health Report. It airs on RN at its new time. New time, 6pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Or if you never know what time it is, it's like some people tell me, on the ABC Listen app when you choose. <laughs> Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.